welcome back to Let's Talk Music. This episode is exceptionally special because it's personal. My guest today is perhaps the main reason I've sustained as a lawyer in the music industry and he inspires me every day. The person who encouraged me to pursue this path and gave me a ringside view of a musician's life and so much more. So my series would be incomplete if I did not have him on as a guest because so much of the information I have derived and had access to has been because of this person. He's a guitarist, music producer, singer, teacher, entrepreneur and has a green thumb. His career has been colorful just like his outfits when he performed live with AR Rahman as his lead guitarist. He's worked with some of the biggest names in the industry and as a music director in regional films as well as Bollywood. I know his accolades by heart because I have had the privilege of managing him and working with him the last 4 years apart from being married to him of course. So no prizes for guessing. My guest for today is Sanjeev Thomas aka Sanjeev T. Thank you for taking time out and welcome to Lex Talk Music Sanjeev. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I know we live under the same roof but um, yeah, I don't know why we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean all jokes aside but uh, i know there's a new album coming out and you have two singles out uh, so has the pandemic been kind to you considering you've actually been able to like do something with all this time and uh, do you do you think there was any kind of creative pressure for you to like put out more content uh well uh, for starters you know the pandemic doesn't uh, i mean i think uh, didn't affect music producers as much uh, because you know we are stuck at home and or stuck in the studio <laughs> uh, so we get to still create uh, within the studio but uh, yeah two singles have been out um, uh, i've been lucky to you know kind of uh, find my way and kind of gear myself to do this album uh, you know it started earlier this year mm. Uh, you know, I started jamming with uh, friends of mine in Chennai, uh, and music was like being produced. Mm. Uh, but uh, you know, then this pandemic happened, and uh, that stopped too. Me, you know, going out of home and jamming with them. Yeah. And uh, that's when I had to decide that you know, uh, I have to do this mm. on my own from mm. home. and that's when i chose to do something different you know things that uh, have uh, inspired me or you know things that i listen to yeah so it is quite a genre shift for you yeah i think this the circumstances made me choose that genre also eventually and it's also something that i've been listening to a lot of hmm. uh but yeah i mean i've been lucky uh that you know that my drive to be creative uh, remained yeah and uh, uh, but not everyone uh, you know uh, is in that mind space yeah. and uh, i wouldn't blame that on anyone and i think uh, there shouldn't be any expectation during this yeah. time because uh, this is a new feeling for all of us correct so um you've been an active musician for like what half your age now so i'm i don't want to disclose how old you are but um so um what do you think what is the music scene like when you started and uh, what is the difference that you see with what is happening now versus how it was when you started off in terms of opportunities in terms of difficulties you faced both like you know as a like with family and all of that yeah and uh, what do you think 
are the difficulties that new musicians now would have to like go through i think back then was definitely a more difficult time mm. uh, opportunities were way less obviously the internet wasn't there initially mm. yeah uh so that itself you know had a whole gap in itself correct yeah. uh but uh, you know i mean when we were when i kind of had a feeling that i should be a full time musician i thought uh, you know there would be enough opportunities you know i thought there would be enough shows to play and all mm. of that but uh, that wasn't the case i found out that to you know to play in front of audiences initially i had to uh, compete in competitions college competitions like the iits and mm-hmm. the iims and stuff so uh, uh, initially it was all about being part of those competitions around india mm. uh, so that you know the music could reach different audiences around the country so that was and that was the easiest way to you know have an access to the audience uh and you know even in terms of shows and stuff like that uh, obviously it used to be only uh, mainly again college shows where yeah. there used to be a showdown band and mm. you know you'd ha- you'd have to be uh, having certain kind of popularity, popularity. to play in right. those shows so things were hard and uh, i was just uh, simply a singer songwriter guitarist you know back then, back then yeah. i wasn't producing music or i wasn't into that but uh uh yeah i mean i had to become uh, and a producer eventually and you know get into recording in the studio mm. to sustain you know yeah. i mean i would have never sustained if i had just done indie and Correct. you know been a live musician yeah so you've multitasked quite a bit i've had to and uh, i don't regret it and it's uh, you know uh i think it was a natural kind of evolution into produ- producing music and uh yeah i mean over the years i've had to do many things i've had to put my feet hmm. into many uh, yeah. things so that i could survive and not just more than survive i think the more you are in the music industry you kind of realize that uh, you know you want to do only a certain kind of work yeah. you don't want to do all the work that's thrown to you or yeah. you know And so I decided that I need to focus on doing work only which I wanted to do and okay. that's when that's how I decided that I had to put my feet everywhere to kind of yeah. uh, you know hustle yeah, yeah to you know to make me to give me that choice of you yeah. know choosing work You think if you had been uh I mean meaning if you had started your career right now um as in like if you were the youngster that you know starting a career right now what what are the opportunities that you will grab like i mean i know for a fact that distribution is a lot easier so it's easier to get your music out there but you're also pitching yourself against the world yeah the i mean the playing field is kind of opened up and it's a level playing field right so you could be drake you could be a young songwriter sitting in your bedroom in india putting out music but you're both putting out music at the same time yeah So what do you think uh, <coughs> today's musicians are uh, I mean like do they have it easier or like what what is it that what do you observe of from of today's generation I mean of, of uh, like I said uh, they definitely have it easier uh, right now in terms of opportunity and in terms of access mm. you know music itself in terms of listening 
uh, was a problem. They had yeah. there were there were problems of access uh, yeah, yeah. back then. So you can imagine, uh, you know, producing music okay. or getting a software or mm. learning something like that or. Uh, simply having something like YouTube to learn from. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, so uh, the opportunity, not just in terms of chances to, you know, uh, so to go, yeah, but also in terms of like improving yourself mm. and learning and all of that. So uh, this is definitely a golden time, I think. Uh, of course, with all of this comes uh, so much more competition. Yeah. Uh, so obviously it's not going to be that easy, mm. but at least uh, you know that today you can sit at home and still have an audience all over the world. Exactly. And you don't have to, like me, maybe, I mean, of course, the hustle is always there yeah. and you'll have to do the little things. You'll have to still probably go to the competitions and yeah. do all that stuff, the whole yeah. thing. But uh, still, you can do that and this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, you know, so, so so many more things that you can do. And um, I mean, like you mentioned earlier about having to multitask. Do you recommend that for all musicians? I mean, not everybody has that inclination, right? So, but there has to be some amount of multitasking so that you can have some kind of sustainable income source. Yeah. And um, you, you think you had a strategy or did you just like, you know, it just happened on the go? So for me, I mean, uh, multitasking... Actually, it usually happens because I'm interested in a couple of things. Ah. So usually that's where it starts from. It's not because, you know, uh, you get I have bored to, doing one thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get bored very fast. And so that helps me in kind of learning new things and, yeah. you know, seeing if I can be part of that also. Mm. Um, but in terms of uh, a conscious decision to add uh, a task like for example teaching or mm. starting a school mm. you know that happened simply because you know I was kind of tired of the industry that mm. I was in and kind of lost uh, you know a purpose of ah. sorts uh, yeah. you know the reason why I got into this I mean is that what I'm doing right now <clears throat> uh, and so because of you know I wanted that break I had to take a choice of you know another part of music which is teaching which is education you know, yeah. uh, which I always thought was the first step to improving any scene mm. or any community of music exactly the first step is always education and uh, so yeah I mean um, it's been five years now since, since the school has Rainbow uh, Bridge in Bangalore right yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I think it's one of my uh, best the best decisions best decision. that I've taken yeah that's true uh, it's my favorite place too um, I mean, now since you told me about this whole, you know, the industry and all of that, the indie industry or whatever, the indie scene, it's not an industry per se. And the film industry, obviously, like, and I think India is very unique that way because you have like a music industry focused on the film sector and you have other non-film music in the, like scene. I mean, they have it there also. Yeah, but you know, but you know what just I mean, that, right? Uh, like you don't have. It's not songs. Yeah, it's like background scores. You have yeah. a Hans Zimmer, and you know those. You have guys, that, industry, that industry, which is a well. film music yeah. composers Correct. industry. You know. But a soundtrack but is always licensed from artists. Like you don't most have, of the time. Most yeah. of the time, there are songs made in movies also, but yeah. not all the time. But not all the time. No, it's not like you know our Indian film industry. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you think uh, having that 
experience in the, in the film industry is critical for a musician in India or also thinking of the kind of time that we are in maybe it was important at a certain time and it isn't now so what do you think because you've had experience in both yeah and you continue to like you keep dabbling from time to time like you know so yeah. what do you think what have you learned from the film industry and how have you applied it to the indie uh, scene and vice versa yeah see again it depends on you know who it is mm. and what they're ready to do and what they're not ready to do uh so i mean uh, some people uh, like for example um, they don't fit into you know singing somebody else's song Huh. or playing somebody else's song or playing for somebody you know they just don't fit in that mind space yeah. so some people are just you know great at writing their own songs and expressing it their way and mm. they they kind of uh, you know uh, into that that's who they are you know yeah uh, so i mean uh, but uh, you know having said that uh, you know experience from everywhere is always good yeah and that just Learning. you know yeah i mean it just like uh, you know builds you as a musician and you know it's it's uh, you know both these uh, the indie scene and the film industry are totally so different yeah, drastically yeah. uh number one when it comes to the film industry you're talking about the big cats here you're talking about the big money here mm. you know and so obviously uh, the level of competition the kind of artist that you're going to deal with is you know the kind of professionalism that's mm. there because of all of this that's involved all mm. the money that's involved you know there, there's a, sign, a certain kind of uh, etiquette that you learn you know there's certain kind of uh, uh, rules and you know and it's more structured you mean i wouldn't say structured but it's just that another uh playing field you know huh, it's yeah. a totally different ball game yeah uh, you know it's these are we are talking about big artists here it's a proper know? business no of course i mean but of course that that doesn't mean that, that the talent is not there Correct. like you know right. so uh it's just about if you are i mean if you are uh, i mean it depends on who you are are you just mm. a singer are you a singer songwriter are you just a guitarist mm. uh, do you want to become a producer so you know yeah. uh, but uh, i mean my uh, experience with both the scenes i think has definitely helped me be a better musician mm. uh, especially working with uh, someone like ar rahman yeah who's like the michael jackson of india you know so to speak yeah, you yeah, can say yeah. you know i mean that's the level where he's playing with mm. like you know i've <clears throat> said this in many interviews like you know if i go to the studio uh, i would see a moroccan uh, percussion player yeah. and a violinist from russia all yeah. of this all of these kind of people all in the same place you yeah. know this is not something that you see often in the indie scene because yeah. you know like you said it's still a scene yeah. and not an industry yeah. uh, yet yeah but of course things are looking positive like for example i think the pandemic has definitely uh, been a big boost for the indie yeah. scene we've exactly. discovered so many and recovered many many musicians yeah yeah uh, and that is and it's not just in terms of uh, uh, artists but also in terms of audiences uh, that yeah. have been slowly pouring Paying into more attention yeah. yeah so i think it's been a great time i think it's been a game changer for me uh, especially it's been a game changing season because uh, mm. for the first time uh, you know if 
if I if I were to dive into my Apple Music or Spotify for Artists uh, page, I would yeah. see that my indie songs are right now on top of my film yeah. releases. Yeah, and this is uh, that's great. Yeah, that's that's a great feeling. I mean, yeah. because the kind of effort uh, an indie musician puts into his own work. Yeah is so much uh, you know yeah, I mean, so much of it's personal right yeah, you're expressing blood yourself. sweat and tears <laughs> yeah you know, so. i know i know <laughs> so um i mean so now given that so you've ha- you've also been exposed to these industry practices right in courts and uh, what do you think about it i know what you think about it but i want people to know what you think about it in the sense that and obviously those industry practices don't apply to the indie which is a great thing because yeah. the industry practice i think kind of strangles the musician yeah so would you um, you think um so what do you think about these industry practices when we talk about industry practices i mean one would be um we call it social practices mm-hmm. uh, and one would be uh, the technical practices yeah, yeah. Uh, so when we talk about technical practices think it would be things like uh, you know uh, when we make a song uh, for example this is um, i'm talking about bollywood yeah yeah uh, where they are very formula based yeah. you know and mm. how the the way they make a song yeah. so uh, that is it's about I, will <laughs> I mean uh, so when we talk about technical uh, what what was the word technical uh, and social practices practices yeah, yeah. Practices, yeah. <laughs> so so a technical practice would be uh, you know the producer uh, instantly asking you when he meets you he asks you okay show me the hook hmm. show me the uh, you know he doesn't want to even listen to the rest of the song the hmm. hook is everything hmm. if you get the hook then we can go to the main you know how the rest of the song goes or you know how the stanza of the song goes doesn't really matter so the hook uh, you know it can be a vocal hook it can be an instrumental hook whatever mm. so anyway uh, they expect us to present a song in a certain, in a certain order uh. and a certain way but uh, you know i mean these are not how songs are made right yeah. i mean if songs are made like this i mean i don't know how it would be special in any kind of way correct I mean maybe you can dance to it uh, yeah, but, but then Yeah, but we'll forget it in a month. I don't know if there's yeah any yeah. soul yeah. going in there when yeah. you are dissecting a song that way. Exactly. So this is uh, an example of a practice yeah. which you know which is very uh, you know relevant in Bollywood. But it's know. different in the south, right? I mean I think the Malayalam industry is a lot Yeah, I mean I haven't seen it uh, so very formula based you yeah, know i mean yeah. i would say even hollywood is very formula based that way really and that is yeah yeah of course uh, i mean the only way uh, the only area way? where they go off formula is by probably choosing indie songs for their films you know but otherwise when you look mm. at a score or when you look at filmmaking yeah, it's yeah. very very formula yeah and that is the the thing that's that bollywood is also accepted and is adopting yeah. and so that they can make more films with a certain quality and not go down hmm. so when you do a mass production you know these practices help yeah you know when so you're a like big industry like that economies of scale yeah 
but uh, and when it comes to social practices things like uh, <laughs> you know um, a great uh, singer uh, walks into a studio uh, and if say the producer is there the singer you know bows down touches his feet producer uh, of the film you mean yeah Ugh, okay. the singer you know bows down his feet how sir kaise ho g everyone is like jeeing everyone oh god you know uh, and then everyone is like it's 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 like everyone gets into a routine of muscafying people yeah. you know so and if you don't do this they would think that you're you know arrogant and, yeah. you know and uh, obviously uh, you don't want them to uh, think that about you is it very got out of course these are the few things that you know that didn't really sit with me and yeah. obviously the whole of india is there to compete when you're mm. in bombay that's yeah. like the la of, of india yeah. of india right so, i mean the whole of the country is there in bombay f- to get a chance in bollywood yeah yeah and so it was just too much i mean at yeah. that point of my career i didn't want to you know uh, start another new yeah you know side whatever career okay. you know over there especially having worked with ar and yeah especially which is like a different ball game altogether correct right? yeah yeah a lot more professional well i was still <coughs> playing the top game but uh, <coughs> didn't have to follow any of these practices mm. to be a yeah. part of it which is why i felt like i you know i think <coughs> the southern film industry is significantly different from um, definitely yeah. bollywood that way um how familiar were you with you know royalties and copyrights as a musician starting off and uh, you think it would have made a difference if you had known about all of this earlier because now everyone's talking about it right like iprs yeah. and mechanical royalties and performance royalties and people want to know more i know you've heard it from me like i've lectured you about it gazillion times but do you think it would have made a difference if you had known about it earlier I guess I mean I would have gotten into it earlier mm-hmm. I mean back then see obviously all these streaming services were in there yeah, yeah, internet yeah. wasn't even there yeah. it was just about cassettes and yeah. CDs so yeah. you would have to actually sign on to a record label record for label. it to even matter for us to even think about royalties and Correct. things like that yeah. you know So that's why it didn't matter back then but today the game is different mm. you know as soon as music went on digital you know and now people have actually figured out yeah how to make that money even without selling cassettes and CDs exactly yeah and that's 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 when the whole game has started and mm. you know uh, of course i mean i wish i had known maybe a little earlier about it but then mm. it's okay i mean it's good that we are all being informed of Talking this about and uh, you know things like uh, the incident with me. iprs <laughs> and things like that you know <laughs> yeah has stirred up musicians yeah. to actually you know understand you know what this is take yeah. that effort to you know uh, you know because this could maybe uh, could be uh, some sort of a pension plan for musicians exactly eventually. right because i mean in the west if you think about it So There are many, people who survive yeah, who with survive just one with song. Just one song, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So should and this has been going on for like for how many years now? They've had it sorted for like almost you know what thirty, forty years, maybe more. Yeah. And um, but I'm glad that people are talking about it. And I think in on the same note, like this is something which I was thinking about the other day, and I think I mentioned it to you as well. Do you think creativity? and creative rights 
are linked in the sense now since you mentioned formula and formula music and you think the film industry would be more creative with the music that they come out with if the music directors had an option to retain the rights because right now you know how it is it's like you sign off everything and if you don't then you get dropped from the film and a lot of people big musicians even i mean we know we've uh, we've heard the stories about even no but why do you say that that is connected because i mean if if anyway i'm going to sign off everything i'm not going to like put my heart and soul and be creative about something i'll just you know yeah reference ha okay just do something but that's also even a very new concept that understanding that i have to sign off everything yeah you know guess. everything was all about uh, when it comes to films at least it was you know pretty much looked upon as uh, work for hire right yeah but it's so, not by the way i know i know yeah. but uh, you and know so labels still argue about it yeah but, uh-huh. and uh, also when you think about it i mean uh, publishing rights aren't really you know giving you money not really yeah know. that's because we don't have any proper coordinated system over here no measuring it yeah that's but true. what if we did and I, and the thing is we are all moving towards that uh, that's what it's still a very gray area because gray. we don't know what it would that uh, you know yeah what if it was uh, you know done the right way yeah uh, what would be the numbers we don't know don't all of know, that yeah, any yeah. of that so you know it's really uh, so that's why i don't think any of our decisions are you are know based, based on, on which is sad though because i mean i think it's very very important because you know a few examples like uh, devishri prasad who made a ton of money because he retained derivative rights on one of those telugu songs a a ante amlapuram okay it was remade into hindi and tamil and all the other languages but he wasn't the music director for that for those remakes hmm. and he scored big okay. so that is a very smart move so that is somebody who knows okay i can ask for these things yeah for that matter even ar like he pushed back after jodha akbar i think this is what kj was yeah kj was saying and that is i mean that's like setting a precedent right like in the sense those <laughs> are the kind of practices that we're looking at to yeah. inspire people and not just succumb to industry practices because how many people will they keep dropping so how many keep people will they keep changing because you know they haven't they aren't willing to like sign up and give away all of this no that way i think bollywood is way 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 more organized and you know in terms of like even like a, you know i think i mentioned this to you before even in the ad industry mm. royalties and perpetual buying out and mm. all that works and there are composers who collect it and yeah. like the top cream composers do that yeah. and they've been doing that for years but you know the the so, difference is those ad ads which you're talking about are with production houses and agencies that are global i'm not talking about like the indian record labels who have absolutely no ethics at all they yeah. don't care about what the loss is yeah so like you know they don't even know what the loss is or maybe they do and they like exercising their knowledge of the loopholes you know they have yeah. a battalion of lawyers who will go through and make sure that the artist signs up and i've complained to you so many times about those contracts that i have yeah this definitely doesn't apply to the record labels here yeah that is true. which is they're not professional at all i mean how could you blatantly do that when you know that the law is different right that's which is why which is what i was saying so if i knew that i had the ability to 
keep the rights that i was allowed i was that i'm not going to be selling my soul over here then would that kind of digress from this whole formula music madness and remakes after remakes i remake. don't think so i no. don't i don't think so because <laughs> i was expecting no, a different answer <laughs> because the, uh, the only thing when a person is doing a film is the only thing that he's thinking about is yeah. this film has to be a hit and my songs have to be a hit it's not about okay am i going to survive with my songs being a hit i know but i'm you saying know? even this whole hit the concept of a hit is based on formula music right yeah it depends on what these labels are feeding broadcast like radio and tv and you will play only my songs in my catalog and true so, that is also part so of it's the it's like a cultural mindset change i think i don't Yeah but I think see uh, I don't think the formula thing would change simply because uh, being such a big industry mm. producing so many films and try and you'll have to stand out from all those films yeah. that release every month from Bollywood. Yeah. Uh so a formula is something that you know like for example you know having a great hook to a song mm. is a you know it's a great formula to have yeah. because yeah. I mean that's common to any genre you yeah. know it's it's common for every song yeah but uh, you know not all listeners are uh, listeners who are looking for a hook yeah you know for so music. yeah so you know but then i guess the industry has also uh, over the years you know i'm just not saying now mm-hmm. has trained the audiences to love a hook yeah so it's it's happened since the dawn of time i guess no i i kind of disagree because there was a point of time when there was good music coming. i guess the hook started maybe in the 80s i guess okay maybe. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> you are old enough to remember all of no but um uh my question to you is would you do this formula I mean I have I would love to sometimes you know I, I if you had the chance why not right be the no, best like I've had yeah, like numerable I've had so many chances to do it but the thing is it just doesn't happen with me I mean you know, no matter how much I try I eventually change it up so much that there won't be any you know that sign of that formula work formula at all, work at all you know? yeah. so it's just that I can't do it with my own hands. But that yeah that's I mean I think that's great. Yeah. And actually a lot of people do think that's great because for example the music in Manoharam stood out. So people categorically you know came back and like you know friends of mine who watched the movie and they were messaging saying that you know the songs were very different. Yeah. So th- I think that's great and see at some point of time how does a formula get created like i mean i know i'm going little gyan here true true a formula gets created because something has stood out and it has worked and then they like hey look that song has become a hit because of this so let's create a formula based on that yeah so i mean there so are that's two like a, to that's it. like a sub formula so the, <laughs> like the main formula is get a hook huh. first <laughs> the sub formula is get a hook which sounds like this song which is the current hit yeah this bullshit so that's yeah. like sub formula <laughs> Wow, I learned a lot. But um, you think? I mean, kind of like uh, not related, maybe like kind of related. Do you think there's like a attitude problem in each of these, like in the film sector versus the indie sector? I've complained about it. I can't understand this. Which sector? Both. 
I don't understand this, you know. Oh, uh, the film, what this film sector has about film industry looks at the indie guys and says, oh, you guys aren't like real musicians. And you have to be, you're not an industry game. And then the indie guys look at the film industry people and say, you know, sell out, <laughs> no creativity and all of that. Yeah, I think attitude is there on both sides. Yeah, but uh, what do you think about that? I mean, obviously, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, uh, because and you've kind of been stuck in the middle, right? Because you've been film industry and indie, so you get that treatment from both sides. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> so I'm not accepted anywhere because oh. the film industry people think I'm an indie musician. <laughs> indie musician people think I'm a film industry. <laughs> so I'm never going to win that. uh wall yeah. but uh it's okay uh i think attitude comes from you know music being uh you know having that gift of music yeah you know so uh, when you're a musician uh, you know uh, you're gifted with the talent of music yeah and so there is a certain kind of ego which comes with it yeah uh and th- that's where it starts being a musician like having a certain attitude or Yeah, you know like or even star. audiences have that right yeah. i mean audiences who are uh, loyal yeah. to a certain genre yeah yeah you know have a certain yeah. attitude yeah which uh, i don't understand at all yeah. i mean i am one of those like i think that is not there in the film industry Me? you won't have film industry genre. audiences like you know being loyal to okay we only love amitravedi fuck you guys yeah yeah that was to you yeah yeah but i think that happens in the indie scene that is there that's sure. genre specific no genre like in the sense like yeah specific maybe festival Metal. specific yeah. it could be anything you know i listen to only jazz i mean like for example i'm i'm agnostic to genres yeah. it means all about the vibe if i yeah. vibe with it i will so that's what i will vibe even with a bollywood song yeah but just that in the recent past i haven't and it this is me not so yeah i mean it's just about where you are right i mean if you're at nh7 mm. and people catch you vibing uh, with a bollywood song <laughs> oh trip you're a cool think... bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't yeah. think that's going to help you yeah it's much. like not hipster enough yeah we do old yeah <laughs> just so you know um what what do you think uh the current generation of musicians have you know initiated as a change do you think they are they are a lot more aware and uh, especially in the indie scene i'm 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 not even going to go into the film industry because it's like like we mentioned it's it's just works very differently there but what do you think about the current indie scene people are a lot more conscious of what they're doing and I'm saying conscious not just about rights but what they represent and you know causes and all of that like yeah. responsible musicians you know yeah what like what do you have to say about that that's obviously a good thing I mean obviously yes uh, thanks to the advent of internet and you know all of these streaming services and you know the industry itself finding find, finding a new way to earn money mm. you know because there was a time when cds and cassettes were no longer valid yeah. you know, the music industry was kind of in shambles kind of wondering how are we going to survive yeah, this yeah. how are we going to make money a lot of the big studios shut down a lot mm. of the record labels shut down this was like early 2000s you know? yeah, yeah yeah so um but then now it's cassettes are coming it's back beca- it's beca- <laughs> you know 
LPs are coming yeah, back, uh, but uh, you know the industry has kind of figured out a way to make money now, yeah. and uh, they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, be it streaming services or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so because of all this, definitely the artist has become more aware, and mm. it's a great thing. And when the audience, I mean, sorry, when when the musicians are aware, obviously the things in the top will also change okay. eventually. Yeah. Uh, and already that whole you know revolution has started. I I would say, yeah. and uh, uh, especially not not in just terms of people being aware, but also like we spoke earlier, in terms of content being put forward. Mm. Uh, another big thing that the younger generation has is uh, over the older uh, is uh, the huge uh, difference in quality. Yeah, that how quality has drastically improved. Yeah. Uh, thanks to technology, also. Yeah. And Despite being a bedroom studio. Yeah, and you know, bedroom studios are sounding as good as any, uh, you know, a top class uh, mm. release. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, that's great. Where again, you're leveling the playing field, great. and uh, everyone can compete. Anyone can, you know, yeah, uh, get there. It's just about the time and how much uh, you are willing to hustle. Of mm. course, uh, at the end of the day, when you're talking about not about the indie industry, mm. but when you're talking about the top industry, be it say the pop industry in America or mm. the film industry in India, mm. uh, you still eventually have to follow certain ways to get there and you know be on the top. Meaning, like. Uh, like for example, if you're a rock artist in America right now, I don't think you're going to be a popular artist anymore. Yeah. You ha- you'll have to do hip hop or pop or say uh, electronic. Yeah. These are the genres that would fall in the top hundred Billboard mm. kind of mm. you know. So obviously, if you're a fusion artist or a world musician yeah. or an African artist or A jazz musician, <laughs> so uh, sad. you know, you know any of these. Yeah. Uh, it's very unlikely that you're going to compete with the top dogs. Yeah. So, but I, I guess it's like a cycle, right? It keeps changing. Like rock was up there, just like even twenty years back. I mean, yeah. And metal, that it's is a separate scene altogether. I have zero knowledge of metal, but they're thriving, and people do, you know, listen and consume. A lot of there's a lot of new metal bands also coming up. Yeah, and um, I'm just saying uh, with uh, with with time uh, mainstream the yeah. word mainstream, mainstream what yeah. it means changes changes yeah yeah and so if you are part of the mainstream you're lucky mm-hmm. if you're not you will still have to be indie and underground yeah no now when you mentioned this you you said there's a way to get on top in the film industry. What what occurred to me was the whole Badshah ruckus, right? You know, right. So, I mean, if you have money, so basically, if I can spend seventy five lakhs to get that many views and be popular and be noticed and yeah, you know, how authenticity is questioned right there, right? Yeah, I, that's I I don't know that just takes away from the whole concept of. creativity and art and music as an art form it you know just kills the sanctity i mean over the years it's all about the numbers i know but you it know. isn't like i mean it's not like this in the west i don't think people buy views over there or i don't know maybe no, i'm not. sure they do they do of yeah because actually yeah come to think of it 
they you know i, I was telling it's you the same thing i mean same what thing. we are doing here is exactly what they're doing in 200 over there i'm what? sure they're doing it so much more over there so you're saying like a justin bieber like buys views maybe yeah of course why not what? no way. he'll be looking at okay you know what uh, uh who's another artist like bts no uh, okay. taylor swift you know what taylor swift got these many views his management will be talking about you know what we have to cross that, that those many views the next time bieber releases something So obviously this is uh, you know everywhere uh, this is not something new to the indian music mm, industry mm. Uh, i would say it's uh, the next level if you go to hollywood in terms of uh, games uh, played with money yeah so if you think bachcha is the criminal here <laughs> there are bigger criminals there no but i his music is a crime please Right. What about the stuff that he do, did with that Ginda fool? Like the original author was paid off like five lakhs, and right. he was like he's not making any money out of royalties. <laughs> so I'm saying there are a lot of those kind of practices in India which comes from lack of awareness and the lack of having like an organized structure to all, you know, the creative industries. Yeah, because at the end of the day, the audiences. Uh, don't care about don't care, uh, you yeah. know who's paid what yeah they will look at the numbers you mm. know uh, okay he's got 5 million views okay maybe he's someone i should check out mm. or he's got just uh, 5k followers on instagram okay must be not that famous <laughs> you know so the, i mean the people don't the have the time to give you a chance to yeah. discover you yeah. out and this i mean that is something that we don't have a luxury of back then people spend that time yeah and so probably they were bigger fans of the artist exactly right i mean because now for example if you ask me if there's any artist that i okay now maybe i do because i'm consciously paying attention to actually listen to music but there was a time like back in the 90s and early 2000s i i knew the name of the song the band the specific songs that i liked i knew the lyrics today it's all about just background noise right and and come what comes with this you know attention deficit is also the uh, shelf life of an artist which yeah. has reduced drastically yeah. yeah so you can't follow him for too long anyway you know because he's not going to survive that long anyway. so sad <laughs> how you horrible know? so you're not going to have i don't think the music industry is going to have Uh, another Michael Jackson or oh, another yeah. A.R. Rahman, or yeah. you know, it's going to be yeah. hard. It's going to be hard, yeah. For people to sustain for that long. Yeah, and I mean, uh, obviously, like neither Michael Jackson nor A.R. Rahman are unique in terms of like what they did. In the sense, yeah, like we've had this argument uh, about how Michael Jackson technically James Brown. Yeah, James Brown, and uh, but. ஒரு <laughs> Uh, like peanuts around yeah. at that time we used to wait to like buy that cassette and listen to every single new song that came out and now it's just like you know he when 99 songs came out i didn't even know that the album was out and i was feeling so like guilty about it because i'm i'm like a total ar fan girl you know yeah. and uh, i and then i felt so, i 
I felt so bad <coughs> because I was just like, you know, wow. And there used to be a time when we used to like wait for these albums to come out and you know go wait in the music store to buy those cassettes. And good times. I mean, I don't, I don't want to sound like a boomer. I am not a boomer. You are a boomer. I am a millennial. <laughs> but it's still, uh, yeah, those are good days. Yeah. But today now we're focusing and doing all this online streaming and downloads and everything, and it's just there on your device, and then you forget about it. It's all instant access. Any song you want to listen to, you have it there. So I guess it's about that not diminishing marginal utility kind of. Yeah, yeah. When there's too much of it, I mean, the value of yeah, it goes down, yeah. and obviously, the, you know, music is not valued as. Uh, you know, a luxury item type thing, you know, anymore. Yeah. It's a necessity. No, I mean, but apparently (laughs) people don't think so. You know, when the whole pandemic hit. Right, right. Yeah. (laughs) Art is not essential, apparently. I'm like, okay. But yeah. I guess they're thinking that there's already so much music, we don't need any more of this. (laughs) So sad. (laughs) Um, I mean... Now we've spoken about so much about awareness and creative rights and all of that. How critical do you think this is in music education? Especially now that Rainbow Bridge is, you know, it's not just a music school, right? We know that. It's more like a community center. We have a net, there's a network of musicians associated with it. We are also a performance venue. Yeah. Um, and you're looking at nurturing it as you know, an organization or a community of people which will sustain itself over a period of time. And be- given that it is in the music in education field, uh, primarily, um, do you think it's critical to introduce creative rights awareness to people who are serious about taking up music uh, as a career? I'm not talking about like kids. I'm talking about, you know, like the adult yeah, definitely. Yeah, I think uh, like uh, learning music, I think uh, knowing your rights is also equally important. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this would definitely help, uh, like for example, in the case of India, uh, I think definitely would help parents to, you know, understand uh, that uh, kids today can have a career yeah. in music. Yeah. And, you know, uh, it doesn't have to be that hard uh, mm. for them to understand. I mean... Uh, in the sense like uh, it doesn't have to be like where you'll have to have a degree with no relationship with <laughs> music mm. uh, to have a fallback and then try mm. music and you know we don't have to think in those yeah, terms yeah. Uh, we can train a kid when they are as young as you know five years old or ten years old and uh, you know kind of decide that uh, he's going to be a musician eventually mm. like mm. how parents uh, train kids to become cricketers yeah you know that's I mean uh, but if you don't have talent then <laughs> yeah, yeah sure I mean yeah. in the sense like people are open to considering to, it you know altering. training them way early yeah. and you know uh, for something like cricket because it's big uh, but I think uh, uh, by you know being aware of uh, you know how the industry works Uh, what the rights are for you know a musician yeah you know all these things uh, help both the parent and the student Mm. uh, you know understand how he could make a musical career feasible yeah makes sense so yeah education I I think you have a lot of young students 
I mean, young adult students who who are interested in this. I mean, I know they've contacted me. Yeah. yeah. As well. So that's that's actually that's great that you know they are starting to think about this right away, which is awesome. Yeah, so, as long as you understand uh, your kid. Yeah. You know, if you think that uh, you know he has a genuine interest to music and he works on his music without being told. Hmm. You know, uh, that is a sign uh, that you know he wouldn't. You know, yeah, it comes naturally, and that he wouldn't have to work a day in his life if he's truly interested in it. Correct. And uh, yeah. you know, we've lost a lot of musicians uh, for this. You know, in this whole rat race of yeah. surviving, and yeah. uh, you know, I always say that you know I knew a bunch of musicians yeah, in my college yeah. days who were so good. Yeah. you know and uh, but uh, now they're probably just uncles being engineers somewhere <laughs> corporate you know, jobs which they were not supposed to be i mean yeah. they were such like they were the coolest kids in college and yeah. you know, and they were great musicians that's really sad but hopefully yeah we'll we'll have less of that yeah. and more i think that's opt. changing now yeah, yeah. that's changing so there so that means that there's been a sea of change right like that you've seen in the last two decades that you've been a musician Yeah but there is we still have a long way to go so what do you think is the most important and crucial change that we need for the music community in india apart from unity of course i really wish organization is definitely the biggest need yeah uh whether it be you know having a union or mm. having a conglomerate of you know musicians where you know Uh, their needs are taken care of mm. and their rights are taken care of and yeah. they're not being persecuted and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh so that's definitely uh, needed an organization of sorts and so that's when we are going to get more money uh, things are going to be more mm. structured. Uh any w- mindset change that we need in terms of like you know how we approach music i mean because i don't think it's taken seriously you know yeah and which is very unfortunate yeah i think that's that's why i always say uh music uh and training your left side of your brain huh. is as important as the right and i think yeah. music education has to be start taken seriously point. from the start yeah by schools you know if uh, sport is taken seriously so yeah. should music yeah actually, probably yeah. even more uh, important than sports because uh, music is a language uh, which universal. Uh, you know which is universal which uh, expresses so much more than any normal language that's true and uh, you know uh, that is something that people need to understand mm. and uh, because it helps you with so many other things mm. you know uh, and so obviously it has to start start from the grassroots level you know giving that importance yeah, yeah, yeah. and reverence to music yeah. and that's only then is when musicians would get that respect from yeah. the society too yeah uh, and if that respect is from the society that help will be given from the government too yeah but there is nothing yeah exactly that I attitude mean, shift you know because right yeah. now there is nothing from the government yeah uh, i mean like uh, having a union is great uh, the film industry that way is a lot more organized because it does have unions you are a member of the union 
uh, in Tamil Nadu. Um, but uh, the indie community that way, I, I think the lack of representation, like you said, this. And all of that, I think, boils down to the importance given to music. Because people don't think it's important enough. Yeah. So, I think, yeah, that's like a very critical And also, I think change. India, our, I think, our uh, unique problem is the fact that we have so many languages in the same yeah, country. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And so, uh, can I be a Malayalam artist and be mainstream? Can I be someone from Orissa and be sing Oriya and be mainstream? Mm. I don't, you know, so this is the problem. Yeah. You know, or should I only sing Hindi to be mainstream? Oh yeah, yeah, that's a you know all of that. Problem, so yeah. this is uh, and so which means does it mean that if I sing English, that's totally not going to be mainstream ever? Yeah, I mean this has been the biggest, uh, especially English, because yeah. uh, a lot of the Indian musicians in this country sing in English. They express yeah. in English, yeah. and uh, sadly, uh, any music in English from India, you know, has. It's still, yeah. Because I mean, you've you've had your one-offs where songs have reached a certain. You have level. a pratikuhar. A pratikuhar or yeah. a pare can sing, and, yeah. you know, a few songs which have probably hit a bigger market. But yeah. how big is that? You know, hmm. I mean. Uh, so but yeah, I mean, regional music versus English and regional music versus Hindi as well. Yeah, I mean, probably you you could say okay, a Kolavari day which you could call as a Tamil song has. Yeah. Crossed even Bollywood and maybe yeah. even crossed further than that. But then Jim Jim Ki Kamal also, by the way. Jimmy Kimmel played it on the show. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> so I mean so do we need to be a certain way? Does that mean like we have to release comical songs and sing English in a comical way oh, for right. it to be popular outside because the West thinks gimmicky stuff basically. Uh, yeah. The West thinks Indian stock. Uh, I'm also like they, they, they talk like that. So a song like that would make sense coming from an Indian. I mean, mm. so these are the questions uh, of uh, can we really be mainstream while singing English and things like that? Yeah. You know. And I mean, it's just sad because India is such a massive market. Yeah, I mean, population-wise, we are huge. So there is. There is so much opportunity, but there is so so much of fragmentation within this that it kind of dilutes that opportunity as well. Yeah, and of course there are the problems with the film industry. Now, for example, uh, the simple fact that radio stations and TV stations don't play indie music. Yeah. In this country. That's because of the labels. Yeah. So I mean that is uh, you know uh, 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 what you would say uh, uh, a straight off. Uh, Death, death yeah. from you know above yeah. from the film industry yeah you know so i mean that itself cuts so much, cuts out so much of yeah. your audiences yeah. uh, and uh, you know you're not reaching anywhere that yeah. you want to the numbers that you want to. yeah and so you'll have to completely rely on the internet yeah. while film industry has everything has yeah. the stations the tv yeah. the radio the yeah. internet yeah. everywhere yeah. so no, but I think that way, having these new streaming platforms and OTT, because cable is kind of dying out, and having Netflix and Amazon Prime, and there's so much, so I mean, so many indie artists are getting opportunities to like place their music with, and therefore that kind of opens up a new market because everyone, yeah. especially with this pandemic, has now learnt 
to netflix and chill including our parents right so you know they are becoming a lot more aware so i think there's as a massive opportunity there and we are hoping that kind of definitely know, i think we are definitely up. moving that way yeah. where uh, <clears throat> the way of hollywood you yeah, would yeah, say where yeah. uh, you know films will be just choosing Licensing songs that they songs, like yeah. and most of it would be obviously indie because mm. they've already been produced and they've already liked yeah. that song and they think that song would fit perfectly for their yeah. film and so they don't need to spend as much they don't need to exactly. like explain anything yeah. you know so many problems are solved yeah. by just choosing it's like having know. a catalog of music right there no see exactly. just like choose and pick yeah yeah so i think uh, it's already happening mm. and uh, it'll happen more uh because again uh now because of this pandemic things people are talking about you know films with lesser budgets mm, exactly you know, yeah. uh, so maybe they don't have the money to pay a music director they'd rather just get some buy off songs song from different artists and just and do scores yeah. yeah yeah that's true so i think uh, uh <clears throat> at some point the indie yeah. and the film industry are going to merge soon yeah i think we are and Uh, you i think 10 years from now i think music directors have to compete with indie musicians too good i'm glad yeah. yay so to wrap this up what is your advice to aspiring and upcoming musicians so the road uh, to having a career in music is hard Mm-hmm. Uh, don't ever think that it's going to be easy. Yeah. It's not going to be instant. If you're lucky, maybe, but uh just getting success instantly doesn't mean it's going to last. Especially yeah. in today's times. Yeah. Uh so I mean educating yourself is primary. Uh you know, uh educating as much as you can as early as you can. Mm-hmm. Uh and this is a forever process. a process which will never stop mm. a process of learning mm. and there is always going to be a point in your life where you will have to constantly evolve to be relevant mm. and this is very important for an artist yeah. uh, you know uh, otherwise you will be one of those old uncles who still <laughs> crib about how rock music was the greatest thing <laughs> yeah. to mankind yeah we need to evolve a lot more So But please even I crib okay are you calling me an auntie that's true I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just saying uh, you know you will have to constantly evolve to yeah. survive yeah. to be relevant yeah. and for people to listen to yeah you know staying relevant to you. yeah that's so critical and uh, music is not just about the fame and the popularity and the women and the booze and the drugs mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. about <laughs> it's about uh, the hustle and uh you know uh surviving yeah cuz uh, uh, this is not an organized industry yeah. this is an industry where you'll have to organize yourself yeah. more than anything yeah. else and it's uh, not really a rat race no it's a race with all kinds of animals yeah <laughs> and and you know everyone's ha- everyone has figured their own way to survive yeah you know things which work out for them you know yeah. uh, whether it be teaching or sessioning or you know producing yeah. or you know uh, just adding new <coughs> skills to your existing set of things you know uh so yeah i mean i think evolution uh, after education evolution is definitely mm. the biggest thing uh, yeah that every artist needs to needs do to. uh yeah and uh, i think uh, perseverance mm. is definitely important too because this is something that is not going to stop any time now this is something that you'll have to do every day day in and day yeah. out you know 
um, you it should come just, to you naturally. Yeah. It should it should be something that you enjoy. It should not put you down at any time. You yeah. should always feel you know. You should be pumped about creating music. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't like just be. Oh, today I don't want to be a musician. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. I mean that goes uh, without saying for any career. Yeah. You know to persevere through the hardships and yeah. you know still say yes I will become this. Yeah. So here, okay, let me acknowledge this in public. I'm so, I mean, I watch you do this every day and it's like, it's crazy. The kind of sincerity and dedication you have to being a musician. And that inspires me too. I think that kind of, it really influences me to do what I'm doing today. Uh, to work with musicians and the entertainment industry and that drive. You've always told me about that drive. And I didn't really think I had that drive till like now because now this is the closest I can be to being a musician, right? Like being married to one and being like a lawyer to musicians. I think that's so, yeah. Yeah, But we need more people uh, like me in like you <laughs> to support the scene because that is as important, important as being a yeah, musician yeah. or an artist. Enablers, basically, yeah. And uh, there have been many people who have come forward and built platforms to help people, and yeah. artists and musicians. Yeah. And I think that is something that we're going to see more of in yeah. the future. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I think the musicians are getting more organized now. Mm. I think things are going to look so much more better yeah. now. So Thanks for being I think uh, I would like to say, you know. Uh, you could definitely have a career in indie music mm. in the future super okay so wrapping up today's episode my very special episode thank you so much sanji for taking time out and doing this with me just before we have dinner together but uh, Thank you so much guys for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode because both of us really did and I we haven't had this conversation uh I mean we probably did but like in bits and pieces so it's, it's it was really fun to do this and uh I look forward to the next episode and having all of you tune in again. Bye.